to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello, welcome to episode 268 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sam. How's it going? Yeah, it's going real well. It's helped by the fact that I'm now... Uh, poured some of your rum that's been sitting on the podcast desk for two years un, um, untouched. After that's right. Having, after having, have to age it well. <laughs> after having some honey bourbon, the dregs of the honey bourbon, and then before that, the dregs of the star, old-fashioned star from um, my trip to Melbourne like yep. over a year yep. ago. Chris is uh, hunting out the alcohol today to uh, dull the pain of uh, working. Working. Of working. So I'm back at, at, at Gilmore's doing some buying for, for, for two, three weeks, three weeks. Three weeks total. And this is my last week. And today it was just too much. It was just, just too, too much, much dealing with people, apparently. Dealing, dealing with people that are totally incompetent. And um, yeah, and trying to tell them how to do their job when they go, well, can't you do my job for me? Good fun. Anyway, so that's cool. But I will say this. So I've been in some financial mm, tight tightness of, of late. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. And, well, there's better words for it, I'm sure. But um, if, you find, if you find yourself in that mode where you go, everything I'm doing is turning out wrong. I just haven't got the money I should have. What I recommend you do is go and watch... Uncut Gems, because when you watch that movie, you go, yeah, no, I'm good, bro. <laughs> I'm good. I'm so good. Makes Thanks your to... life a little bit better. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's starring Adam Sandler, which I didn't recognize at first because he's got false teeth in and the... the, the and you're the terrible look. at recognizing people well, in there films. Is that. There is that. Well, uh, to be fair, I it was only the first glance that I didn't recognize him. In the second scene, I recognized him in, in the trailer. Uh, yeah, very yeah. good film. Two Over two hours long. Yeah, um, uh, we, we literally just yeah we literally just watched it because Chris said I have to watch it and I said well do you want to watch it before the podcast or after the podcast so we went with before yeah because um, we have to do this early in the week and that's right I've got nothing else to talk about <laughs> well I've got it a little bit but anyway no so, so but yeah seriously uh, if you haven't watched Uncut Gems check it out also uh, Sam quite rightly said oh I've, I I said I've got to watch this. But it's because he said you should see uh, Adam Sandler's acceptance speech at the Spirit Awards yep. for Best Actor. Um, so he didn't get the uh, any Oscar nominations, which I am surprised. It's a really good uh, film all, all the way through. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't um, fault that film. Anywhere, no, it's pretty good. I don't think. Uh, it's a little bit too intense, if anything, but that's not the film's fault. Um, that's my whiskey's fault. But yeah, so definitely check out that and check out the um, Spirit Awards uh, acceptance speech by Adam Sandler. It's on... Um, the internet. Yeah, I was going to say YouTube. But anyway, yeah. Whatever. Cool. You'll find it all over the place. I was going to mention last week, but this ties in nicely with this. He's just signed another new deal for his production company, Happy Madison Productions, with Netflix. So they're going to pay him for four more films now. Oh, wow. Because I think originally it was seven. All right. And he got paid... It was a stupid amount of money. Like, even even he acknowledges that. But they paid him a ton of money, and yeah. yeah. I mean, he makes what he wants to make. He makes some good stuff. He makes some crap stuff. He doesn't really care. Why would you? Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, um, one of the comments in the YouTube thing was, he is the, he's the white Samuel L. Jackson. 
<laughs> Almost. And it, it really, yeah, it does, hey? Because he, he makes films with his friends. And he enjoys it. And they always and seem to watch f- them again. And they seem to film in a location so they can have a holiday. Yeah, yeah. But that's why a lot of his films will be in yeah, yeah. different destinations. Yeah, why not? If oh, you can do no, it. For sure, for sure. Yeah, so, and, and yeah, he doesn't take himself too se- seriously if you listen to that acceptance speech, just like Samuel Jackson. And we've got cool another guy. film that probably takes itself a bit too seriously, eh, Chris? The Velocipasta. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to give it away, but I'm going to tell you about you that can't. first thing. Straight yeah, okay. away. It's hard not it's, to. It's that um, the very opening scene and his parents are standing by a car and they're waving and then it cuts to him waving back and then it cuts back. And it's there's no car there. There's, there's just an explosion a sound. There's an explosion sound and then there's graphic, there's a word that says uh, insert um, VFX, VFX uh, car, car explosion. explosion here. Because <laughs> they didn't have the budget to do it. Or the technical know-how, I'm guessing. I'm uh, not sure. So uh, that was that was a clue in the opening scene that, hmm, this is going to be interesting. So the Velocipasta is a... Um, Low-budget, thrilling uh, <laughs> movie. Shout out to Melissa, Patreon. Oh, no, not Patreon. <laughs> Give us some money, then you can be a patron. Check yeah, out yeah. patreon.com forward slash the Christmas Ham podcast. Yes, no, please. Fan of the podcast, sorry. Posted a little clip on Instagram story, and I saw a fight scene, and I was like, what is this? And I tracked it down. So, and uh, so he checked it out and had it all sussed. And didn't tell me what it was. And, oh, we've got a movie to watch. You just sit there watching. That's this. right. That's the best way uh, of doing it with <laughs> these high budget, high value. Uh, we definitely laugh through that. That's definitely a movie you want to watch with some friends and just take the piss out of the movie. But it is actually entertaining. Actually, Adam, you'll like that if you haven't seen it. If you haven't have already seen it. probably has seen yeah, it. He probably has. So he's, he's, what he's what just, am I, who am I yeah, kidding? Adam's like, hey, I saw like a year ago. What are you on about? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, that's cool. Did you want to talk while we're on the theme of watching stuff? We tracked down a documentary that you've been oh, wanting yeah, to yeah. see for ages. Watch that so again. It's, it's, been, it's been about a year I've been looking for this. And then, of course, I mentioned it to Sam and he goes, oh, yeah. 15 minutes later, I found it. I was like, oh, God. Damn it. Google, it's uh, amazing. I don't know what Chris is using. I think he's got some carrier pigeons on standby. <laughs> Fly free, my pretties, and come back. I'm going to take that divining rod back. It's just not doing he's it He's waiting for, for me. the VHS to come back with like four <laughs> pigeons carrying it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah. No, Marjo, um, M-A-R-J-O-E. And I'd heard about it and I'd heard it should check it out. It won uh, an Oscar for Best uh, Documentary back in, it, well, it came out in 72, so I assume that's when it won. Yeah, 72, 72, 73, one whatever. of those two. So this is an old documentary. Yeah, so which is why it was hard to find, <clears throat> hard for some people to find. Um, anyway, um, it's really cool. So the kid was born and he was born to evangelist, Pentecostal evangelist uh, parents. And his first name's Marjo. Yeah, and his first name's Marjo, and that's Mary and Joseph contracted and combined. Of course. That's what you want yeah. when you're going to raise a yeah. so preacher. At three, he started preaching. At four, he became an ordained minister in the Pentecostal church. At five, he started marrying people. That's right. Um, and there's footage of him doing all this, and he's got he's just this crazy kid spouting off all this stuff. Yeah. And he was worked hard by his 
um, parents. I, was, I said it sounded a little bit like um, the stories I've heard of Michael Jackson as a kid, going to learn this, going to learn that, practice, practice, practice. Yeah. Um, and he reckons at one point in the movie, uh, the doco, he says, uh, I reckon my parents made $3 million off me over that five-year period or three-year period. Yeah. And this is $3 million in 70 Oh, it's no, it'd be 50, late 50s. Because he oh, would have yeah, been, true. yeah, it'd true, be true, late true. 50s money. So that's serious coin. And he never saw any of it. So he, he uh, left the church a little bit for about 15, stopped the um, thing, got into real life, and then uh, went back to get the sweet, sweet cash. And then he did this doco and exposed it all in 1972. It's really worth watching. It was good, eh? Yeah, it was good. Uh, I Yeah, I, I think it, I mean, at the time, it was perfect. Uh, it would have been cool because I had to like Google and figure out what he'd been up to since. But that was just because I wanted to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, they didn't know in '72 what he'd be doing in '82. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, it's 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 a very cool film. So uh, if you can look it up, um, Sam might even have a link. Yep. No? I'll yeah, I have a link. Okay, I have a link to it so you can watch it because we streamed it. We somewhere. just streamed it. It's on uh, a documentary website that puts documentaries up for free okay. so uh check out the chris and sam podcast dot com. com forward slash ep whatever episode this was <laughs> 268 268 there we go 268 all right so uh on to uh sort of weightier subjects uh gotta say r.i.p to kurt douglas oh my god 103 good innings bro you did write his name wrong did i it's kirk not oh. kurt oh yeah okay kirk douglas I think I've always called him Kurt. Uh, yeah, I was, I was just wondering. <laughs> All right, that's okay. And also Tusker Tim, or Big Tim, Who's, is his name. I don't know who that is. Is it a wrestler? No, it's an elephant. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> right, then. I was feeling... Yeah, no, because okay. I, I found it was interesting, so I thought I'd pop it in, because there are only like three or four Tuskers left in the world. What is a Tusker, you ask? That's I'm right. glad you asked that. That's right. A Tusker is the... Um, link between mammoths and elephants and it's the ones that have the tusks that goes right to the ground and up yeah okay and there's only three or four of them left i don't know there was um, any of them left i know neither did i and then big tim died uh at 50 years of age which is a good is that a good age yeah a good age and died of a natural causes like a kidney failure type yeah Old old age thing so that was pretty good but it's like yeah once the other's gone they're gone yes yeah, so I, but like you said, I didn't even know that was still a thing. I was like, holy I crap. I didn't know that was a thing either. So, yeah, I thought I'd mention it. Uh, in a couple of days, Chris, three days. Three the, days. The culinary. What day is it? It's Tuesday. I mean, yeah. The culinary Olympics kick off in Germany. All oh, right. Okay. So, by the time uh, you're You've listening to this, this it's, it's already gone. Well, it started. It go- yeah, it started. And the only reason I bring this up is my cousin Tom is in there. Um, Eating or, or cooking? Competing. Uh, he's do you compete eating or cooking? That's my question <laughs> again. Well, it's culinary, so it's cooking. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Uh, so they've got national teams, junior national teams, community catering teams, military teams, and regional teams. This thing's been going for over 100 years. Oh, okay. He's going in as military. Um, so it's in Germany, you said? Yes. Is it always in Germany, or is no. it one of those things that yep. move around? Right, they pull just a ballot checking, thing just out. Checking. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's in the military team. Apparently his specialty is desserts, I got told. Um, apparently he's really good. He actually turned down a job at Buckingham Palace. He's that good. Oh, right. I think I'd, you mentioned yeah, that at yeah. one time. Maybe so, even on the podcast. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's pretty cool. So we'll see how they go there. Yes. All right. Okay, cool. Mm. 
Okay. Um, we won't talk about my skill in the kitchen then, because that wouldn't really... The rice cooker. The rice, the rice cooker. cooker is- Imagine rocking up to the Culinary Olympics and you're like, I've got this guy... He's doing the savoury dish on the main or something. And you're like, yeah. And you turn up and you've got the rice cooker and you're like, holy shit, I don't have the adapter for this. <laughs> you're going to have to rig something up and just jam you're it in the that socket. That shit, bro. Yeah, like three it, forks and a This buddy. is full, full, full on. This is like the Olympics. All these so people, you just MacGyver that. All these people are rushing around, sweat pouring off them, like just going nuts like you can imagine. And Chris is there waiting for the red light to turn off. Yeah, reading my book. Maybe yeah, I'll, red light yeah. off. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, so I, I've got a link for us to share. And I, I, th- I think it was cool. But it spawned a whole bunch of things. So I don't know if you noticed. But the Cybertruck from Tesla yes. inspired a whole bunch of other things. So we've got here a, a zombie-proof bunker, the Cyber House. They've just gone off the design, though, haven't they? Really? Yeah, they've got is that what the it is? design. Oh yeah, absolutely. And but they've actually had people wanting to buy it now, and um, that's one of them. But there's actually, when you read through the article, there's like a couple of other ones. So this cyber thing is just making stuff that could potentially already be out there slightly more sexier. Is well, that no, what's no, happening? I don't know if it's sexier. It's using the design elements of the cyber truck. But if I was in the if I was in the market for a zombie uh, bomb shelter thing or whatever bunker, yeah, they'd put the zombie thing in the end. It wasn't. Oh, really whatever. But if I was in the mo- if I was in the market for a bunker, yeah, I'd either already be saving up the money for it, or I'd already be wanting one. I don't. How many people are getting swayed by a cyber design? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're saving up for it, and you're just about at that point where you've got enough money, and this one turns up, and it's only, it? it's only five hundred million. Of course, but wouldn't you want? Oh your- no, sorry, that was the hydro yacht that Bill Gates just oh. bought. He bought a hydrogen-powered yacht to travel so the world green, forever. A green yacht, and they just put it out there, and like billionaires should buy this. So he's bought the first one. Well, commissioned the first one for five hundred million. Nice. Yeah, but good, a pocket change for him. Good work. That's good. Hey, today they announced uh, they've done a really big drug bust in New Zealand, and uh, they got, they followed a Kiwi overseas, and he was importing all sorts of drugs, and they basically uh, stopped about a ton of drugs what? in total. And there's I think there's 19 people involved, and they did some arrests in December, and they've done more today, and now they've sort of announced it and had the code name and that. And while that's really good, and it's good to see the drugs are off the off the street, Chris, in Madrid, the cardboard trafficking gang has been busted, and that's <laughs> that's more important, I think. So what? this yeah, this criminal gang. Oh, what do you mean what? It's what? simple. The what cardboard, the gang in Madrid that is trafficking cardboard got busted. Okay, right. Oh, Here we go. Uh, it made more sense to me if they were trafficking uh, plastic shopping bags. Like that would make more sense to me. They probably wanted to get into that, but uh, but cardboard's the entry level thing. What is that? Gateway drug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Gateway uh, recyclable. <laughs> so they stole cardboard from Madrid. Um, and then trafficked it to Asian countries, and they shut it down. There's more than 40 suspected gang members have been involved in this. But what makes it illegal? Oh, sorry, carry on. Carry yeah, 67,000 tons of waste worth about 10 million pounds. Holy. 10 million euros, sorry. That's that's a serious amount of money. And uh, they were stealing most of it from council-owned recycling bins. Um <laughs> 
which I don't know. It seems weird because I can't imagine you just driving around grabbing this stuff. Um, but, but they're recycling it effectively. So what's the problem? Anyway, carry on, carry on. They reckon it's cost the Madrid City Council around 16 million euro through the loss of recyclable materials. Paper and cardboard deposited in banks is sold onto recycling plants and converted back into raw materials. So there's a demand for it. Um, and then it was mixed with legally collected waste before being shipped to Southeast Asia, usually China, India, Indonesia, and South Korea. Pitch- Sounds like an inside job to me. Pictures really because there's got to be some council worker that goes, you know, there's a lot of money in this. Yeah, I think so. You know? But the pictures being released by the police show a suspect with his legs dangling out of a council recycling bin. <laughs> grab, grabbing some stuff. It's like one of the um, clothing bins <laughs> in New Zealand. Yeah. Oh, my God. They use 11 trucks, and sometimes it says here somewhere that they would uh, target places maybe, I'm sure it said twice a day. Like, they'd go back and... Uh, yeah, so I never would have... I don't know. I think they're hard-working entrepreneurs. I don't, I don't see a huge amount of criminality in that. I, I don't know. It's a bit mind-blowing, really, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're sort of eco-warriors. Mafia eco-warriors. <laughs> That's right. In some sense, it's uh, it's all a bit crazy, really. Yeah. Well, they're, they're helping the recycling. They're doing better on the recycling than most of New Zealanders. Well, we're getting new recycling bins this year. A couple mm. of months. Four months. New Zealand. Uh, what, Hamilton. Hamilton is. Hamilton. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure there'll That'd be, be cool. something. Oh, so, so I have to work out how that works. Um, oh, because... <laughs> They will. Um, they will have a nice printed brochure for you. Who who said that? Um, oh, it's Ta- Tanya's. I was at Tanya's. She goes. Um, what have they got? Was it Tanya's? Some something like that. Wheel the bins out. I'm like, oh, I turn them out, out the right way. I'm like, I yeah. Don't so know. the machine can pick I them up. I don't know how that works. I, I'm like, is that a handle towards them? Because I'm like, does it hook the handle and tip it, or is it? Yeah, I think it does. No, it's not. It's the open side towards them because they've got clampy things. Uh, I know you... you I don't know this. Are you stupid? I'm like, I've never had a wheelie bin in my life. You can't put... uh, You can't have glass or anything go above the level of the bin thing. Like, you can't overfill that because if the truck picks it up, it all falls out and then they won't take your bin again. And I was like, what? That's like the one bin that you do overflow and then lug out. (laughs) But, no, but, the machines but, can't but, do it. But ha- you're not going to know. It should be at least one strike before you're out. I assume there is. I'm assuming yeah, there yeah, is. Yeah, I just yeah, got but, told that. But I was just like, what? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so that'll be interesting. Um, I got, I'll tell you what I didn't tell you this week, apart from all the other stuff that's been going on. Uh, which, which we might talk about, we might not. Uh, might not. Might wait until after the fact. Yeah, okay. Next week. That's fine. But uh, I got some, uh, I'm getting free vouchers for some milk. And then I have to do a survey on the milk. Sam's getting all the good jerk gigs at the moment. <laughs> I'm going gonna, gonna to tease what, what we're going to talk about next week. Is Sam's, <laughs> I thought I was the actor here, even though I haven't had any parts for freaking ages. Sam's just out of the blue been asked to do an acting gig, and he's getting paid reasonably well for it, and he's away next weekend doing it, or this coming weekend. This weekend? Okay, um, that's why we're recording early, so I can edit yeah, this yeah, and yeah, get yeah, it out. Yeah, so because he'll be out working quote unquote working <laughs> sitting around doing nothing sitting around doing anything which is my job if I'm not losing my mind at course um, and so I'm looking forward to hearing more about that but we'll talk about that after the fact yes I think so because there'll be stories from that yeah, it'll I'm be sure good to tie it all up and um, so that's good but uh, getting some bottles of A2 milk uh, which is the fancy 
proper milk. I don't know. Is the it Anchorman's in a glass? Nah, it no, comes no, in a bottle. It's not like that. But no, apparently, it's just when you said a bottle, I was like, is but it they bottle? were like, oh, if you could, um, and then you go in the drawer to win like two hundred dollars worth of vouchers if you share something on social media. So I'll just post something on Instagram or Facebook, maybe whatever, and just I'll, if, I, I'm thinking I'm just going to say, mmm, tastes like milk, like it's white. I don't, you know, <laughs> seriously, you could just do the whole lick your oh, tongue, lick oh. your face, and go milky, milky, milk, or all my girls came to the um, yard with milkshakes. Or I don't know some shit. What? <laughs> okay, I, I don't know that song, so I've heard. It's, it. uh, yeah, I'm sure you have. Have another drink. Uh, what's the what's, wow, that's what's the plan after the end of Gilmore's this week? Are you still there part time doing um, something? Because I, I, I know I, they've sort of semi offered you something. I need to, no. They that's all gone by the by. Oh, that's gone by the by because they found somebody better than me already. <laughs> but you haven't even done that. I haven't done it. But oh, I, uh, I thought yeah. they just redacted no, your trip thing. Oh, yeah, they redacted that. So I should <laughs> we should eh? like, briefly. So, um, I wasn't supposed to tell anybody, but because it never happened, I suppose that's caveat's gone for about twenty four hours. Was it? <laughs> From, actually, no, it was a long weekend because it was. Um, was it on the Friday? Oh no, no, yeah, no, you're right. It was twenty four hours. It was about twenty about twenty four hours. hours. Chris thought he was going to Vietnam for free. Nice free trip. As you do. Um, but that's cool. I mean, honestly, I was like, uh, yeah, okay, I'll take a trip to Vietnam. I'll put it I'll on take, the calendar now. I'll, I'll, um, I'll take one for the company. You want me to represent you in Vietnam? I can yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell anybody. We get, yeah. Okay, no no problem. You're a buyer if anybody asks you. Yeah, well, because I sort of am. Yeah. Um, and then it was like... Um, <laughs> go to work the next day on Friday because uh, we're taking a day. That's I got right. That phone call, and uh, it was. Uh, hey, things have changed. Things have um, changed. They're the paying bo- for uh, the upgrades that we wanted, and we're going to go. So, so the bosses. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was <laughs> I wasn't cussing about it. It's it's sort of funny more than anything else. But I'm like, how do you just get? Offered these things, I mean, I, I, it was surreal just being offered. To be honest, yeah, right place, right time. It's all. I think that's what a lot of it is about. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah just yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, that, that that was part of this week. This week's been pretty, uh, pretty epic, pretty epic. Yeah, but mostly work. Mostly work. I should have done some pumpkin carnival stuff today, but I didn't. I, I've done some uh, great coaching. Great coaching sessions. Um, so that's been going well. And this session is brought to you by the Find Your Story workshop being held by Chris Hanlon Communications. Did you almost forget what the, com- the thing was called? <laughs> I'm trying to think of too many things at once. On the 16th <laughs> of February, so the day this podcast comes out, um, at chrishanlon.code. No, oh, sorry. chrishanlon.nz oh, slash it. find your story. Find your story. Uh, you should put a big, you need to put New the Zealand dollars. big button on the front of your website. Uh, I've got anybody coming to it yet. So you don't know. Uh, I've got one person that wanted it, so that's why I put it up. So I've, I've got to get back to them. Go check that out. It has on. all the details there. And you can contact Chris if you want to talk to him about any type of um, speaker coaching thing. Yeah, I'm actually really good at the speaker coaching, mainly because I don't drink all this much before I get onto those calls. Um, You've also, said too much. <laughs> also, um, yeah, no, forgot it. <laughs> okay, that's good. Uh, I don't think there's... I don't know what that sound is. I don't think so, there's anything else happening, really. No, if you um, are into speaking... Uh, 
or if you know somebody you think would be a good TEDx speaker, now is a good time to nominate them for TEDx Ruakura. Go to TEDxRuakura.com and in the um, banner there, there's a button in the middle saying nominate a speaker. Click the button, fill out the form, and we'll be starting to look at those speakers at the end of this month. Um, so the speaking, or the, the actual event is in, I think it's 24th of September. 24th of September. Oh, we've got the uh, previous speaker catch-up thing. Is that still going ahead? Yes, it totally is. I saw an email. We're all catching up to... Because uh, Sam is a TEDx speaker. Yeah, previous previous TEDx speaker. So uh, we're just catching up. We should be good. See who turns up. Yeah, yeah. The usual yeah. crew and maybe some other people. Sorry, Harley, if you're listening to this. Um, I, did I send you an invite? I hope so. I don't know. I can't remember. It was it was it was a bit of a mission, to be honest with you, just to get the emails to work. Anyway, uh, moving on from that. So, um, what are we? What else have we got coming up? Nothing. That's it. You've got the Great Pumpkin Carnival, twenty ninth of March, uh, which is good. We're on the Governor's Green this year, which is a bit different. It's at the back of the Rose Gardens. I have to make a whole bunch of signs and get those made so people know where to go. Yeah, yeah, that's always. But we've worked out a lawn layout. It's a very big area. It seems bigger than the other area. Uh, okay. We think it'll work okay. Uh, and we're not too sure how many people are coming with pumpkins. Although Tim just messaged me before and asked if the if someone from Kumu weighed a pumpkin, can they bring their pumpkin down? And enter it to a yeah. certain comp. Uh, yeah. And you're cool with that? Or is GPC cool with that? I think the rule is they can't take it to two GPC way-offs. But Cumio we, won't be No, we're the only GPC way off site because no one wants to pay almost $600 for that privilege, and uh, apart from us. And I think um, they wouldn't find out anyway, and I'm okay with it, but I do have to just check those rules. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that how they normally do it is you can take it to a second competition, but it can only be exhibition. So you can have it there and people can see it, but you can't actually re-enter it. It's so different in New Zealand because competitions here and competitions in the US, oh, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a different universe. It you is. Know what it I mean? completely so, is. It's hard to explain. And I'm, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. see how this year will be good. I reckon pretty much you make the rules here. I, it's almost going to get to that point. It is that point already. You just don't realise it. You're not You're not owning it. <laughs> oh, no, I, it is. But it's just, I don't know, because this stuff gets registered with GPC. And, yeah, I have to have a big talk with them but yeah, after yeah. this fit carnival. Because they send us a whole bunch of stuff that I don't want yeah. or need. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I wrote this massive post in the Southern Hemisphere Giant Pumpkin Growers group on Facebook. And uh, the Australians all agreed with what I said, which oh, cool. is good because it was like... Yeah. I think, I can't remember how many words it was. Oh, really long. Yeah. Oh, it was like 4,000 words long or something. Jeez. It was, it was a That's really huge. big post. That's huge. Because I think you can do 5,000 words, eh, is the yeah, maximum on like Facebook. Oh, I know. Or was it 2,000 words? Uh, I don't know. It's quite a lot. Yeah. I think it's five, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, whatever. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how all that's going. So, that's exciting. Oh, I, um, speakers this last weekend, I, I didn't win um, Best Actor. Were you expecting to? I won it the prior two weekends, both weekends. Yes! I hadn't mentioned that. No, you haven't. How no. many have you won? Just five? Four, four? or five. Four or five, yeah. Um, they're What's putting the scales on my T-shirt at the moment. So every, every, every time you win, you get That's a scale. That's right. Yeah, yeah. But they'd run out of scales. So, huh. um, so I've got... What are these other people doing? Oh, well, because, I mean, there's one every night. Yes. And so... Obvi- yeah. No, obviously you're doing really, really well. Yeah, um, I just thought it'd be a lot they more. They were mixed. both double acts, which I think makes a big difference. 
Oh, okay. So uh, in one, there was the fridge. So you go through and there's all these plastic doors that you go yeah. through. It's like a, and it's like a morgue and there's hanging body sacks and stuff. Of course. That's what and we all love. So, and then there's uh, the next set at the bottom is called homeless and there's like lots of prosthetic limbs just lying around. Yeah. And that is Tanya, but I'm going to say no, I can't talk to you. No, two more minutes. <laughs> then he can ring you back. Um, and um, so there's. Um, it's prosthetic limb. So anyway, I got him. He was in a, he was dressed normally, and he was in a wheelchair and looking dishevelled and all that. He's like, "Oh, thank God you've come!" Like they come around the corner. Yeah. Thank God you've come. Come and save me. I was just going through as a customer type thing. Oh you know? yeah. Okay. And then I jump out. I can't remember what makeup I had on. Grab him. Do run, you run off backwards <clears throat> through oh, this thing. Yeah. And he's like trying to get out of the thing and. All these doors shut behind us, and then by the time they come out, the wheelchair is on its side. He's down on the ground. I'm disappeared. Yeah, and, and then he- they come in, and he goes, "No, you need to help me. You need to help me." And then he grabs one of them hostage, and then I appear. Oh, and then he tries to flee with them. And the ultimate thing is, I grab him, or he sacrifices himself to save somebody else, and they carry on without him. That's a pretty good setup. It was a pretty long, involved thing. Does that take um, long to come up with, or have they done it before? No, no, it's all new. All new? Yep. Sorry, Tanya left a message. Oh, oh it's non-stop. I oh, know. Anyway, that does uh, bring us to the end of the podcast, though, Chris. I, but I haven't oh. told you about last, and then oh, sorry. the next one. The next one. Um, it was Game of Thrones, and I was the mad Were scientist. Were you a dragon? No, I was Igor, yeah. and we had this woman, she was all in royalty clothes, and there's a throne. So as people come up, she's like, Igor, there are peasants approaching, <laughs> you know, this sort of stuff. And she's doing all that, and I'm re- if, if there's anything I'm good at, it's being silent and appearing. Yeah. I, I creep out of nowhere, and it freaks people out. And she goes, kneel before me, and these people are like, whatever, lady. And then I come behind them, and I'm in the area. And I put my hands on their shoulders and they all freaking drop to the ground. It's freaking awesome. Uh, I was pretty hideous, actually, in that uh, makeup thing. So, yeah. Very good. Sounds very good. Spookers, definitely go and check it out. And if you haven't joined the Spookers Facebook page, do it because they do random giveaways all the time. So it's like if you're this age, you're free. They had one where they were like, throw in uh, first names. And then they go, oh, yeah. anyone who's called um, whatever it was. Yeah, Timmy. No, it'd be Philip and An- Alexandrio. <laughs> random. No, I can't remember what it was. Or um, surnames. And so anyone who was a Sullivan, I think, or O'Sullivan the other oh, day, okay. and two other names. So it was three names. Um, you're in for free. That's pretty um, good. So, yeah, check that out because um, it is it is good. It's a lot of fun. So, yeah. Anyway, now now we're done. now we're at the end of the podcast. Make sure to check us out at chrissandpodcast.com. Until next week, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.